So Moses came down with a tablet and said, Thou shalt not kill. And then some guy 2,000 years later says, It's problematic for us. That is a super observation and question. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Story for Another Time podcast. It's incredible. Until they are pampered. Punch him in the junk and say, Go! <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is a great show. I love the show. I love the show. I love the show so much. Find us on Facebook, Story for Another Time Podcast, and Story yes. for Another Time Podcast at Gmail. If you got comments, we'd love to hear from you. I'm Joe Greenwood. That's my buddy, John Jacob. Hey, everybody. So, we got a lot to talk about today. A funny story, an embarrassing story, a bit about something that happened that you had already made fun of me about. Really? Uh, but it happened How at would I do that? Pancake Breakfast, and I was this close to saying something to a bunch of guys that I know would have railed on me for the rest of my life. Talk I'll tell you what that is in a little bit. Okay. okay. You went to Washington, D.C. I and did. I got a question about something that I've always wondered, but then I was asked the other day by my daughters, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know, but we're going to find out. But first, when I was editing last week's podcast. Yes. There was a piece of audio. You just mentioned something in passing to someone, and I must have been setting up. I wasn't paying attention. I completely missed it until I was. Did he? Did he say what I just thought he said? Who do you go to? I don't go to a chiropractor. I go to a massage therapist. I go once a month. And oh my gosh, it's like I am so relaxed. Oh yeah. Ooh, I might have to talk to you about. Oh yeah. She's amazing. I, she's awesome. She massages horses also. So she's got strong hands. <laughs> that right there. You go to a horse masseuse? Wait a yeah, second. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. Why does a horse need a massage? You know, horses have muscle cramps and it helps loosen them up and, and all well, that. Do, you, do they have a special massage table for horses that you just kind of like <laughs> lean over or something? <laughs> Does she put hooves on your on your hands and feet at the same time? Why, like, oh what is gosh. happening here? Do other animals need massages as oh, well? Oh, you know, yes, do they do. Chickens need massages. Uh, chickens usually just massage their neck with, right before you pull their head off. But you know, the most pampered animals in the world who get massages on a regular basis—they travel like royalty. Uh, the uh, bulls used for bull riding—they are the most pampered animals you will ever meet they got it they're graded they're rated they're paid money too to their owners for the product they put out they get massages they get all kinds of therapies they ride on air shocks all the time they're i didn't know that yeah my yeah this is pretty cool my especially uh, considering what makes them so mad to do the bull riding and the bucking thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) but they're not hurt in that process I don't know, man. Supposedly. No, this is really cool. When my son first started working for Caterpillar out of North Carolina, he was put in charge of Cat Sponsors, the professional bull bull rider circuit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Andy, my son whose wedding you're not DJing for, was put in charge of that whole customer relations thing. And so he went to several of the events to do surveys, and he was a data guy. Yeah. And so they had or bull riding competition in St. Louis that my wife and I, my wife and I went to, and we got a behind the scenes tour, literally behind the scenes in some cases of the bulls and learned all about all the care that goes into these animals. It's incredible. Until they're pampered. Punch them in the junk and say, go. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) When you're watching, and I'm sure if you're riding, 
eight seconds seems like an eternity. Yeah. It was amazing. That's true. One of the most incredible events I've ever gotten to see in person. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. These bulls are pampered. Horse masseuse. They, yeah. Yeah. Break both of us in half at once if she wanted to. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just a bit jealous. Maybe I'm just a bit jealous. So how was Washington, D.C.? You went to Washington, D.C. It was D. fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing. Kids are busy from literally six in the morning till 10 at night every day. We see everything. Everything? Almost everything. I'm sure there's stuff we didn't see. <laughs> One of the coolest things was the Pentagon. We couldn't get into it this year. Coming out of COVID, they kind of, they haven't quite gotten their procedures mm -hmm. down for admitting people. And it kind of changes every week. It's like trying to hit a moving target. Right. So we didn't get to go into the Pentagon this year, where usually we go into the Pentagon every time we go. Mm -hmm. But about 20... Six years ago, we had a vicar at our church. Do you know what a vicar is? I, I have an idea, but no. A vicar is a pastor in training. It's like a student teacher right. yeah. going to the classroom. Yeah. Okay. So the way it's done in Lutheran church, you go to the seminary for two years. Then you go out on a vicarage. Then you go back to seminary for your final year. Why is this part funny? <laughs> vicarage is just a funny word. It's just, it's just a funny word. It sounds like an old-fashioned candy. You want a vicarage? <laughs> I got you know what, some Joe? here in my pocket. Vicarage. Vicar. <laughs> so we had this guy yeah. at our church. His name was Mike Sneath. Super cool dude. He was actually a Naval Academy graduate. So he basically drove ships, destroyers. Right. During Still really Persian cool. Gulf War. Yeah. You know. Still cool. You know. Just driving ships around <laughs> these oceans in hostile territory. Yeah. But then after his five years obligation, he felt the calling to become a pastor. So he went to seminary. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wound up here in Little Morton, Illinois. He and I became just the best of friends. Got involved with the military chaplaincy as a reservist. One day he was visiting somewhere and the guy in charge of the military chaplain program for the seminary saw him and said, hey, you ever thought about going back in the military full time? He said, no. <laughs> nope. Long story short, he wound up. Going into the military full time as a Navy slash Marine chapter, sure. all kinds of interesting things. Japan, Afghanistan, basically got dropped in the middle of the shooting match in Afghanistan, yeah. driving down these mine laden roads, all that kind of stuff. So he served in the military for goodness sakes, at least the last 20 years, probably. But he has eventually made his way up. Now he is at the Pentagon, basically the second dude. Mm hmm for the Navy Marine Chaplaincy Program. Wow. The first is an admiral. He's a captain, so mm -hmm. he does all the logistics for Navy and Marine chaplains. So he came and talked to the kids, because since we couldn't go to the Pentagon, right. I like to say I brought the Pentagon to us. So right? just at the hotel, you're having the Pentagon guy come? No, it was a restaurant near the hotel. He yeah. came and ate with us and gave a great testimony to the kids, and, and it was cool. just really awesome seeing him. That's cool. Because there's been a question that I've had for a long time about that kind of thing. Right. And I wish that I had been there. And next time we go, because you're definitely going with me, you can't retire until we go. Hopefully we can talk to this guy because I want to ask him. Yeah. So the All commandment right. is pretty clear, thou shalt not kill. Mm. So. No, it's not. It's not pretty clear? It's not that anymore. Oh. It, Joe is speechless. So wait a second. Yeah, okay, so they changed it to murder. Yeah. Okay. 
Is this because of the fact that in the military you're told to, hey, go kill that guy, go take I that, believe you know, so. yeah. that situation? Out of service to your country, yes. So Moses came down with a tablet that said, thou shalt not kill. And then some guy 2,000 years later says, it's problematic for us. That is a super observation and question. Those are the same kind of questions I had, mm-hmm. and I still have. And this was answered for me on the Washington, D.C. trip. This as last a matter year? Fact, just this two weeks ago. Wow, yeah. okay. Because another place we visited was the Museum of the Bible. Fascinating. And I had two pastors on the trip from other denominations. I pointed out that there was a special mm-hmm. display just for Martin Luther in the Bible Museum. I didn't see any for their guys. But Martin Luther had his own display. And so I really needed to point that out. Yeah. Uh, Luther, he was one of the leaders of the Reformation, meaning reforming the church, which means he didn't really want to leave the Catholic church. He just wanted to make changes that he thought were biblically accurate. Wound up getting kicked out. So Hey, I got kicked out of a church too. You did? (sighs) I've told you this story before. They haven't. Uh, All right. right. Story for another time. What Luther, not only is he famous for that, he wrote a translation of the Bible into the German language, which I believe is considered so accurate it's still used to this day, where we've got many versions of the Bible. Okay. But I watched a little video about Luther, and one of his quotes was, when you translate the Bible, it's important that you start with the language of the people who will be reading it. Because if you translate it literally from the Greek and Hebrew... Hebrew is Old Testament, Greek is New Testament. So if you translate it literally from the Hebrew and Greek, it probably won't make a lot of sense to anybody in whatever language you do. So he says, very important to start with the common language of the people who will be reading Mm -hmm. it so that it has more meaning and then work back to make sure that the common language interpretation you use is accurate with the original language in the Bible. Okay. So that's why thou shalt not kill was for so long used that's what everybody knows Mm -hmm. but now with with uh warfare and and all that and the biblical aspect of obeying your leaders of the country and uh things like that that was changed to thou shalt not murder isn't and i'm just playing devil's advocate here so your if your government your leader, your elected leaders, whatever. Yeah. Say, hey, this is a bad guy. We're going to take care of the situation. Yeah. That's okay. But Stalin, Lenin, Pol yeah. Pot. Yep. Yeah. That's the big debate. How so, how does that verse work with because people Because especially like that? the Nazis. I mean, maybe not especially. Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. the other guys maybe. Was, but that one's very well documented that yes. these guys were doing what the government told them to do. But at the same point in time. You're also looking at children and yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, that is a tough one that I am not wise enough to answer for you. That would be a pastor. On the next Greg... episode of Story for Another Time. <laughs> well, I was thinking, what's what's the other also Worth ran podcast here in the building? <laughs> Worth mentioning. That might be a good question for that one. Oh, because he's much more wise on that stuff than I am. He ought to be. Okay. That's his job. We'll bring that up. We'll bring that up. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a very good question. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Alright, I'll leave you be there. Which one? The one I remember very no, clearly going no. there. You walk in and the spirit of St. Louis is hanging right above your head. Oh, you mean the Air and Space Museum. 
No, this, it's in the Smithsonian. Where the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, one of the copies of. God, I've got some edumacating to do a you. Okay. The Smithsonian is not a museum. It is a site of 17 different museums. There's 17 locations considered a Smithsonian museum. So when you say the Smithsonian, you got to know what you're talking about. American history, Smithsonian, air and space, natural history. What are we talking right. about here? Okay. So you mentioned air and space museum. Yeah. We went to the Smithsonian Museum of American History which was awesome. We also went to the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History, where I basically sat down in the basement cafeteria eating pie. <laughs> Time out. So you go to the, the <coughs> what was the exact name of it? The Museum of Natural History. The Smithsonian Museum of Natural History. Yes. Where a lot of the world's greatest artifacts from natural history yeah. are in there. And you're yeah. like, yeah, but cherry. Uh, actually, it was carrot cake, not pie. Sorry. Carrot cake. Yeah. So why did you sit in the basement eating carrot cake? I was so oh, wrong. I do love a good carrot. Tired cake. by that, and I've been to that museum a lot. We've got the Field Museum here in Chicago, which is excellent as well. Mm. And I read a lot of National Geographic, Smithsonian Magazine. So I don't want to sound like I know it all, but I kind of know a lot of that stuff anyway. Now, one of the really cool things at that particular Smithsonian is they have the Hope Diamond there, which is really neat oh, to see. That is a great uh, story. Yeah, yeah. So it's really well displayed. It's got this whole uh, geology center yeah. in this in that particular Smithsonian. And the centerpiece of that is a Hope Diamond. So that's always a big attraction. Everybody wants to go see that. So, yeah. Do the, the kids know the story of the Hope Diamond? It's told in the museum. Oh, is it? it it's very well documented there. Because I feel like some of the things, and even as I'm getting older, I'm realizing kids don't know a lot of the same stuff that used to be just like they sure don't commonplace. No, you're right. You're right. Um, For sure. There was a slogan just the other day that I said to a kid, and they looked at me like I was crazy. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. No, wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Oh yeah, wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Hefty, hefty, hefty. And the kid looked at me like, what? What? What are you doing? How about this, Mr. Whipple? Squeeze this. Don't. Oh, that was a, never said. I know it's the name of a book. <laughs> Don't squeeze the Charmin. Don't squeeze the Charmin. I know it's yeah. the name of a book. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, back to your previous comment right, about right. Declaration of Independence and all that. That is not. That is in okay. the National Archives. That's not in a Smithsonian. That's actually in the archives. Okay. Or as one of my students many, many years ago said, many, many years ago said, Mr. Jacob, what's an Archivi? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's that says archives, dear. <laughs> Let me. Okay, I'm writing a word down. Okay, that a lot of people say this is the most difficult word to pronounce in the English language. Oh, how do you pronounce this word? Worcestershire. Okay, so you can say it right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else calls it. I've heard Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yes. Um. Wait, Jenny didn't even try anymore. She just says the W sauce. <laughs> I watched a cooking video. A cooking. Video oh, the good. other day because that reminds me of another DC story. Go ahead. A cook. This this lady. She seemed to be old enough to know better. Twenty two, twenty three. Okay. So I'm feeling like she called it. Where's Sister Cherie? <laughs> and I'm thinking, Where's Sister Cherie? And she just let that roll. Like, get your Where's Sister Cherie sauce. <laughs> There's a hundred thousand ways to mispronounce that word. <laughs> she missed every single one of them. Oh, well, the were. 
Where's Sister Cherie? <laughs> what? That maybe that's you know maybe that's she's trying to make that into her tagline. Where's Sister Cherie? Like like what was that Rachel Ray all the time? E V O O. E V O. Yeah. E V O O. Yeah. Maybe this is Where's her thing. Where's Sister Cherie? Where's Sister Cherie? <laughs> okay, yeah, cooking in Washington D.C. Oh yeah, so at the American History Museum. This is every year I have a pilgrimage there. Have you ever seen the movie Julia and Julia? No. Oh my gosh, he has that look again. What? What's wrong with that movie? I know the story of Julia Child and how it's a whole uh, where she wasn't really a big. Uh, it it doesn't really need to be a two hour movie. Okay. It's a good story, okay? If you don't know the, the story of Julie Child, it's a fine story, whatever, but it's a 15-minute story. It's not a two-hour story. You know what's a two-hour story that should be told but no one knows? The extended version of Princess Bride? No, Hedy Lamar. Oh, yeah. No one knows that story. Yeah. And anytime I've ever told any yeah. kids the story, they're like, you're making that up. And no, like, no, she I'm was not. really a gifted lady. Anyway, Julia Child. So, yeah, it's your thing. Julia Child. Yeah. Well, my wife and I watched that movie together years ago and fell in love with Julia Child. Okay. So every year I go to the His American History Museum, they have actually taken her whole kitchen and right down there in the museum and set up oh. the way it was, all the pots and pans in their place, their whole... That's it's really cool. It's that's really pretty, pretty cool because cool. that, that's where the dawn of all this cooking show stuff started. Yeah, by and large. So it's, it's really neat. That is cool. So, so that you go to this every year. Yeah, and I take a picture in front of it and say, Kim, look where I'm at. She goes, oh, Julia. That's our, That's every year. Why doesn't she go with you? Yo, it's kind of a pricey trip. Well, so, but fair. it is my that's goal fair. one of these days to get Kim on it with me. That would be a blast to take her with me. And that would be fun. Have her see what I get to experience with all these parents and kids every year, which is awesome. I come back loving my people more than when we left. It's wonderful. <laughs> you know another cool thing we did? What? National Cathedral. I have gotten to know a gentleman. His name is Andy Bittner. In fact, I'm going to put the link to him. One year, we were like scheduled for a tour. No one was available. Andy was this volunteer just kind of getting groups in. He goes, I'll just take this group myself. Mm -hmm. And he gave us a tour of the museum, no, of the cathedral that just blew us all away just knocked our socks off yeah and so i got to know him established relationships so every year we go i ask for andy to do the tour for us he literally and i don't use the word literally unless it is literal he literally wrote the book on the national cathedral wow um he's been studying this since he was nine years old he's my age he's 58 57 58 he's been cool. studying the cathedral since he was nine, wow! they came to the cathedral and said, we'd like to publish a book about the cathedral. Mm. Do you have any ideas of who could do this? He said, Andy will write it. And he wrote the book Wow! about the National Cathedral. And he's the guy that gives us the tour every year. If you can bring stones to life and glass, Andy does it. It's amazing. That's really cool. It is amazing. I think it's amazing his story, though. Like at nine years old, so he may have gone and visited or whatever. I don't know where he's from, but then to spend your life studying this thing, and then all of a sudden you are the expert working yeah. at this place. Yeah. That's I mean, it's a life fulfilled. Yeah, you don't always have to want to be a 
soccer player, a right. whatever it may be, no, you can it, be, yeah. and, and he's a, a testament to it. He's an excellent tour guide. And he's starting a digital magazine up called Lapper. Were you ever a skateboarder? I was, I was. Lapper was a magazine out in the 80s, 90s, maybe early 2000s. I remember it. And Andy's a big skateboarder too. Hmm. So he bought the rights to it and he's trying to get the digital publishing going for it again. So it's funny you bring that up. Addie the other day, we were at Walmart and she saw a skateboard on clearance and it was like 10 bucks, whatever. She's like, can I get this? I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Well, I get home and Jenny's like, why'd you buy a skateboard? And I'm like, they're not going to die on them. And she was like, can you stand on it? She didn't know that I used to skateboard. Oh, really? Like from nine through high school. Really? And I'm like, yeah, I bet I could. And I was like, let me see if I can try this. And I pulled off an ollie, which is the jump trick. Really? I pulled it off in the back. That's impressive. And I was not sure that I would be able to land it very well. (laughs) Because I had not been on one. And I pulled off an ollie. And she was like, what? And then she she says to the kids, you just can't be on it without a helmet. So, yeah. so we have. She is in the medical profession, Joe. Yeah. She probably sees a lot of results of that sort of thing. And here you go placing her child on it. Particularly of old guys trying to do skateboard (laughs) tricks. Oh, man. That's awesome. While you were in Washington, D.C., we had our annual pancake breakfast and run. I was here for that. Right. Yes, you You were. You don't even remember. I do remember. Wow. We were planning and doing all the fun stuff. I was setting up. I was here until 1130 the night before that. You're kidding me. We were back here at 6 a.m. You're kidding. Yeah, Ooh. It was rough. That is. But you really put the time into this place the last couple of weeks in particular. Uh, yeah. You need a break. I do need a break. Let me but... give you a. <laughs> so you made fun of me. I would not do that, but go ahead. About a uh, peculiarity. Particularity. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you make fun of me about a peculiarity with my hygiene. You think it's funny. Oh. That I file my nails. Yeah, I do. But my nails are spectacular. So I don't think I made short. fun of you for you, it. No, uh, you did. Very you unusual. Did. It's not unusual. It's it's wonderful. My nails are it's, spectacular. They're great. <sighs> so um, after the pancake breakfast, all this stuff, which by the way, I did not plan. Here I am. I'm trying to flip some pancakes. We're having a good time, yeah. whatever, all this fun stuff. It's great. As we, <laughs> me and a group of eighth graders, were lugging these things from the shed in. Uh-huh. We sat them down. We were going, and as as we were going, and other other guys, big burly guys, dads and whatnot, they see uh, us moving these things, and like, yeah, let's do that. So, we're moving them in, and here's all these big guys and a wrestler. We're moving these things around, bullying them around. It's great. And then I look down, and I'm like, oh, I broke a. <laughs> Does anybody all, have a file? All these guys. Can I guys. borrow a file from somebody? <laughs> I'm treading on very scary ground here. Okay. All right. Do tell. And I'm going to get myself in a lot of trouble with this, but I don't care. Okay. I'm 57. What do I care? <laughs> but I don't think even women just file their nails. Scissors come out all the time. Nail clippers come out all the time. What is the this scissors are for filing your, only thing? Scissors are for your cuticles. Those are something completely different. Well, no. Or these things. That's just a clipper. What are you, yeah. a heathen? That leaves your nails jagged. You clip your nails with that thing. Yeah. Leave them all jagged. You, yeah. Then you go home and you caress your wife's face, you're going to kiss her, and she recoils in horror because your hands are made out of 
I want to What's see the name? Johnny Johnny Scissorhands. John, <laughs> what, what is it? Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Yeah, there you wow, go. I just have never. I mean, even ladies it use this. With I go home and I do manly work, and that files that blunts them. <laughs> I do manly work. Do my woodworking. I make man glitter, baby. <laughs> Pores are clogged with sawdust. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Is I long time ago, okay, so 2004 or whatever, I was dating a girl whose mother ran a nail salon out of their house. Okay. And this was before my filing, my filing days, and I was just using that. And she looked at my hands and she said, how dare you bring that hand into my house? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she just whips out all her stuff and she's going and I'm like, this actually feels quite fantastic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And, and then she was, she was like, feel that. And I'm like, oh, that is nice. So ever since then, I had to file my nails. But I, I've i never had my nails professionally done outside of that, if you want to call that professionally done. Uh, but it was it felt really nice. Oh, I got them uneven. I got dirt under them. I know. You know. It's awesome. I'm just saying, maybe. This one's kind of partially gone from my table saw run in. <laughs> These are hands and nails that have seen some action, baby. I'm just saying that maybe if you uh, lotioned your hands and did a little nail filing a little bit, get the dirt and grime out from underneath there, yeah. you know, maybe Kim wouldn't recoil when you touch her. Maybe. <laughs> now Kim's going to stab me. You know what I really need to do to keep her from recoiling? Mm. Shave my beard and mustache. <gasps> yeah. Don't you dare. Joe, she just It's does. glorious. Oh, Joe. She loves how it looks, but not how it feels. That is recoiling. Oh, when you go in to put buddy. your cheek on hers, she's like, do you do some beard oil. Get beard oil. It doesn't make, it, make soft. it softer enough. No. Well, you need to do more. Oh, oh I know. I might beard. have to do that, buddy. All right. So Brooklyn asked me the other day. We report cards came home two, a few oh, days ago. Wednesday. Whatever. Oh, Wednesday, yes. She was looking at the grading scale, and she said, what's with the ABCD? F. Why is there no E? Yeah, isn't that a question? It is. And I said, I don't know. So I said, you know what? I'm going to ask Mr. Jacob. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, to answer that question, for all the children, particularly mine, what's the answer to that? Why does it go A, B, C, oh, D, I, it's F. all for what the letters mean. So like A is obviously for awesome. B is you know, better than C. C is crummy-ish and D is don't even don't even and then and then E what do you got you go straight to F for failure I have no idea you I have don't no know. idea where that came from no maybe it goes I don't know you know it maybe it's the old story no one has asked you this question in your 17 years of I've principal thought of it I never looked it up you know maybe you know, and it's kind of like, again, one of the reasons Martin Luther left the Catholic Church. What? Typos, misprints when you're writing by hand happen. Because mm -hmm. he was reading the Bible again. And he goes, the word is celebrate. <laughs> well played. I love that one. I really don't know why it goes straight to F. That is weird. This is a question that you should have a ready maybe, answer for, and not that turd you tried to polish. <laughs> maybe it is because it's the lowest you failed. It's a failure. 
I don't, I'm going to Google it. Let's see what Dr. Google says. All right. In the 19... Uh, I was kind of on to something with the A for awesome, though. Okay. In the 1930s, mm-hmm. as the letter-based grading system grew more and more popular, many schools began omitting E in fear that students and parents may misinterpret it as standing for excellent. Probably these parents and students that would have gotten an E <laughs> would have been the ones to misunderstand that. Hey, you're excellent. <laughs> yeah. So what year was it? What year that was it? 1930s. 1930s. Yeah. I guess what that does is what you hear oftentimes on the, the media is about how we're you know, we're changing as a society. We're bowing to this and bowing to that and appealing uh-huh. to the lowest common denominator. It appears we were doing that in the 1930s. <laughs> hey, the dumb people are going to get confused. <laughs> we better change it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> or I guess if it was an E, not an F. <laughs> the almost really dumb people were confused. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everybody. I'm getting